what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Dereed. Hi, this is Tom Thurwell. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. A pro. Hello and welcome to Broken Up Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the notorious angel, Amber Joe. How are you doing today? I'm absolutely <laughs> brilliant this morning. Uh, happy Pride Month. Um, have you been doing anything fun to celebrate? Um, not really, just being active more on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it must be pretty hard with the lockdowns because you used the. How it, how it usually is. So. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really hard. Um, you know, I was actually supposed to be making an appearance at Newbury Pride this year. Yes. Um, because of the TV program that I'm officially going to be filming. Ooh. Um, like us and the other cast members were supposed to be hosting Newbury Pride, and Newbury Pride's been cancelled. Oh. So yeah. we're quite. We're quite upset. Um, I mean, I've only ever been to Pride once, and I was too drunk to even remember it. Oh. <laughs> so in my mind, I've never been to Pride. Um, but no, um, it is Pride Month this month, and so I want to wish everyone a happy Pride Month and to keep being yourselves, mm-hmm. you know. Very important, yeah. Yeah, so has it been cancelled because of the announcements on Monday, or...? I think it's been rescheduled for 2022. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, a lot of places have been having spikes in the um, coronavirus. Yes. Um, I'm glad. Well, yeah, I'm really glad that I'm vaccinated. Yes, I'm fully as well. So. I'm not fully. Um, mm. So when I had my first vaccine a while after, I actually felt um, like really ill. Mm-hmm. And looking into it, and when my doctors look into it, um, I was off of wrestling for two months, um, training. Yeah. And um, they thought it was also a sports injury, but I did injure myself playing football. Um, but then they also looked into it, and the side effects of AstraZeneca as well um, can cause some nerval damage oh, wow. in, in your leg. So as well as having some nerval damage with my leg and having to go to therapy and being two months off of training and wrestling, I'm behind everyone. So, you know, now that I'm back, I have to, I have this like obligation to show that, hey, I've been off for two months, but I'm still better than everyone else. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, uh, when I had mine, I, I was literally, I just literally felt like I was dead the next day. I felt like I had the worst flu ever. All my joints were killing. I just wanted to sleep, but I couldn't sleep because my eyes was hurting so much. But then on the Monday, I was fine. So it was just weird. Yeah, I think dying for a day. I think that's the, yeah, that's how we got it. I think that's what I did wrong is literally like the day after my vaccine, I ended up going to play football. <laughs> and it wasn't with girls either. Like it was with my brothers and their friends. And, you yeah. know, like I grew up with sports. You know, I used to play basketball, football, rugby, like all this. And um, so I, I'm used to being rough and tumbled. Yes. But I got dirty tackled and 
you know, I've literally flipped over. Ooh. And when I spoke to my do- and when I spoke to my doctor, his words were, um, obviously because they see what I do, they were like, it's so lucky that in your line of like work at, at this moment, it's so lucky that you know how to fall and like save and like basically save yourself and like you know how to take the impact off of things. Yes. They went because if I didn't um, you know, I basically bumped myself. So I did what we do in the ring and bumped. Oh, amazing. As I looked <laughs> over, um, he went, if I didn't do that, my injury would have been a lot, lot worse. Oh, brilliant. But I'm kind of grateful that wrestling <laughs> yeah. made me realize I, 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 can, I can fall properly and still walk out of things. Oh, what about the rest of the lockdown? How you been surviving that? Mainly been binge watching yes. Total Divas in because you know it's been my dream to ever be on Total Divas. Everyone knows that I've always wanted to be in WWE and yes. be on Total Divas and all this balava. Um, so I've been binge watching Total Divas. I've been binge watching um, Total Bellas and you know just chilling, watching some wrestling. Um, been watching Mo- Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and NXT. Um, you know, I've embraced more into AEW as well. So mm-hmm. with this yeah. lockdown, yeah. I've been watching all that. I watch it because I enjoy it, but I also watch it because you know I can study. Yes. If you, if you like a, a technical style of wrestling, I'd I'd recommend watching an MLW on oh, YouTube. Definitely have a look. Mm. into that we're talking about like styles um i was so insulted the other day um you know i because i was told that you know my size even though i'm five foot ten yes um you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm a quite strong woman i was told that i'm not a powerhouse and that i should wrestle to my size now this was from a trainee and in my head i was like well Bio- biologically, the way that people will look at it is hmm. that I have the advantage over the women um, because I have trans, like I am transitioning. Yes, um, and people say men are biologically stronger than women, so I have that advantage that can give me that powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was called a jobber. Wow, I was I was told I would look like a jobber. I think he was joking. I well, I hope it was joking. Um, but I don't, I don't know how you can look be a wrestler as a powerhouse and look like a jobber. <laughs> they, 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 they don't go together. <laughs> so. I know, I know. Um, but no, many people have said I look, I look like um, you know, I'm, I'm a big girl. Um, but I've embraced like the style that the I want to. I want to be good at all styles uh, mm. except high flying because you will never catch me from the top rope. No. <laughs> I I'm not a flipping trick person, um, but like you know, I I want to be great at the technical sides mm. and um, the submission and like striking and just like see like the notorious angels like a China Page and Ronda Rousey crossbreed. Oh, amazing! <laughs> She's big, strong, rebellious, and she can throw a bloody punch. Is that why you're? Uh, I've, seen, I've seen on Facebook that you're looking to put on quite a bit of weight in the next. About the rest of this year, is that yeah. because, because you want to get in, to be seen as more of a powerhouse? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's not only that. Um, you know, when I was younger, I struggled with anorexia. Mm. Um, 
and basically like you know i i was 14 years old and i was six and a half stone oh wow um and i struggled to put in weight on and like when i got older it was so much like i started putting it on and i'm actually now the heaviest that i've been i'm like i'm 12 stone um and that's not enough for me um you know um i want to be like my my goal, my, like my weight goal is two hundred and ten pounds. Um, a lot of people are like, "Well, that's big." Um, it's about especially it's about, for a woman, it's but it's about fifteen and a half, sixteen stone. So I'm, yeah, my maths race, yeah, and yeah, no, it it, it is uh, yeah. about fifteen and a half stone. Um, you know, and I'm like, but that's my goal. That's you know, I want to. I know it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of dedication to mm. actually be two hundred and ten pounds of pure muscle. Um, but it's something that I want and something that I really want to probably get into because I, I have this thing that I don't feel comfortable the way that I am. Yeah. Even though, even though like I'm no longer anorexic, I'm, I'm a very healthy weight for my age, my height. Um, but I always see myself as a big girl. Like, like I've always said, like my body inspiration to China and Beth Phoenix. Yes. And that's, that's like the body that I want and I always see myself in and I know that I'd be happy with. Um, so that's, that's my end goal. Well, what's happening, guys? You are listening to Amira Blair, the bad bitch. You know who it is. And we are listening to BBG Wrestling. So, um, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Uh, my favorite wrestler growing up was China. Mm. All the time, all the time, you know. Um, I was someone asked me uh, on my Q and A last night. I'm going to be starting a weekly Q and A on Tuesday. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. And um, and someone asked what got me into wrestling and who my favorite wrestler growing up, and I've always said it was China. Um, because I remember at four to five years old, um, I wouldn't shut up. Yeah. Like, I was just gobby and arguing with my older cousins at my granddad's farm. And, um, so he, I remember he got a VHS tape of a recording of, um, WWE. I think it was WWF back then. Yes. Um, and the first match, um, that I saw, was Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle versus China. Oh wow, yes. And I remember looking at it and being captivated that this 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 woman is as big as these men. And she she was throwing them around. And I was yes. I was also captivated by the way that Eddie Guerrero moves. Um, you know, he he had that presence about him that lured me in. Mm. And and so my cousins got bored and I actually ended up sitting there by myself watching it and get my granddad to replay the tape five times. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and literally that's, I always remember because that's what got me into wrestling. Mm. <laughs> so what actually prompted you to do on the yourself and get into the ring? Um, it took a lot to um, you know, convince myself that I can wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I never looked into it because I, I didn't, I knew that, um, you know, there were, um, independent promotions like Kapow and like places like that that do, um, camp shows. And 
um, do like Butlin shows. And, but I always thought they were from um, America. I always, grew, growing up, I always thought, oh, it's just an American thing. Because yeah. you, you only had WWE. Um, but it wasn't until my late 1920s, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I saw Rev Pro and I saw all these other promotions and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I uh, started watching them. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of what, once you find one British promotion, then you go, oh, oh, oh there's another one. There's another yeah. one. There's another one. There's another one. <laughs> yeah. Especially um, since 2013, it's just like, pfft. yeah, happy towers uh, of promotion these days. So. Honestly. Um, but yeah, no. So I was questioning whether I should go training, like do wrestling, because I didn't know any wrestling schools around here. And then for my, my friend's birthday, it would actually, it, this year, uh, next month, um, will mark two, our two year anniversary since we've been training um, yes. with Pro. Um, we went to flip out and we saw two people. And they were just play fighting and doing all these wrestling moves. And like, I was like, because I'm, I'm an open person and I will just approach someone and talk to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go ask them if we can join in. My friend was like, um, no, don't like, don't be a weirdo. <laughs> so we did and we, and we hung out and, um, I was like, Oh, I love wrestling. They was like, Oh yeah, we wrestle, but you know, we train. I was like, Oh, really? Like, whereabouts? Oh, there's a training school in Portsmouth. I was like, I've always wanted to wrestle. And me and my friend looked at each other. We were like, okay, we're, we're going to go. Um, so that following week, we, we started training and we, we never looked back. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so it was like China who you wanted to like mold your star around when you started training? Yeah. Well, I, they wanted me to be more of, um, like certain, certain people. Yeah. Um, wanted me to be more kind of like Carmella, like, you know, like really girly girl. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a proper um, diva. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I tried it and I was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable with this. No, I can see that. Um, I was like, you know, I, I, <laughs> I've always said other than, um, China, you know, my two favorites have been Lita and Paige mm-hmm. because they were different. Uh, you know, they were different to all the other divas and other women in WWE. Yeah, Paige was the anti-diva, wasn't she? That's just the, that was a whole, whole yeah. stick. So, so. Yeah, so like, I was like, okay, I want to be a bit more like Paige. And then it came to the point where I was literally doing everything Paige did. And I had people tell me, right, you need to make it your own. You don't want to be like a copycat of someone else. Hmm. Um, so I started playing around, um, doing a few more strong, strong moves, um, you know, like a few more powerhouse stuff and changing the ball game really. Yeah. Until I found who I am, you know, and every time I always say like about me, like people just have to look at a photo and they'd be like, okay, we can tell your inspirations are china and page like you give that um really strong dominant woman mm, but, like that definitely. rebel but you definitely have that rebel side i mean my signature color is black as well so but that's but that's not because of page it's actually because i found who i am like i'm a, I'm a very type of dark 
gothy girl. I mm. love black. I mean, I want to paint my bedroom completely black. Yes, when I was was a big no-no. And my thought was, I paint it all black and then I can get some chalk and then I can decorate it with chalk and when I get bored, I can just wipe it off and start again. That's a really good idea. That is a really good idea. Yeah, but my dad dad was like, no. (laughs) Ends up like this light light blue. This isn't goth. (laughs) Oh oh my God, no. Probably there. I think it was. He's 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 he's, he's sixteen, seventeen. He'll be moving out in a couple of years. We don't want a black room to paint. <laughs> That's literally what my mum says. Um, you know, like I want taxidermied crows in my bedroom as well, mm. and like real human skulls and all stuff like this. And my mum's like, "Yeah, not happening." I'm like, oh, but "Why?" <laughs> Why? That's me, you know. It's took me. It's took me seven years to find who I really am. Yeah. Um, because I, I always say I always thought I had to be this beautiful, glamorous, in your face, like gorgeous girl, always in a dress, always in makeup. And it's took me seven years to be like, do you know what? Fuck makeup. Like I'd wear a dress there, like there and then. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like that's fine. But I'd rather be in a tracksuit, um, or I'd rather be in all black. Um, and it's took me, it, yeah, I know, it's took me seven years to find who I am, and I'm I'm grateful for it. Yeah, definitely, I am really grateful. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing. So when you finally figure out who you are as a person, it was just like, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> you've had all this time off to like, I'm guessing you, you rest your body. You said you've had a bit of an injury um, mm-hmm. so evaluate what's kind of worked what hasn't worked over the last couple of years so are you making any tweaks to your character to your moveset when you return um so i have returned yes um i've returned quite a while ago um so i had this awful i say awful but so many people like the idea mm. um i had this idea because you know i i've always been told that i'm a very very beautiful girl um without being really big-headed. I mean, mm. they're speaking the truth. <laughs> um, but I so I had this idea to still have, like, that gothic type of, you know, all-in-black um, mm. attire, um, but I really want to go the extra glamorous on the face. Oh, well, yeah. Um, so, like, I'm very glad. So I'm, like, a mix of, like, a really beautiful face and people... When I walk out into the ring, people are like, oh, she's just pretty, you know, like she's just another, as people will say now, she's just another Eva Marie. She's pretty. She she ain't going to wrestle. Mm. Oh, wow, that'd be um, interesting. But then like I'll, I'll have a coat as well that will cover me quite a bit to take off my coat. And then they can see that I'm a new breed of beauty and strength, mm. you know, so I'm not just a pretty face. I'm a strong bitch. Yes. You know, um, yeah. And that's the whole, and that's what I really want to kind of embrace the notorious angel into that type of role that I'm really beautiful. So, like, as in, like, I'm very seducting, mm. you know, like my face. You, you just, you just fall, like, you just fall on your knees because of how beautiful, like, I'm more done up. And then there's bam, <laughs> there's this really big muscle behind me, like, damn, that, that girl's going to snap me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, and, and obviously having that rebellious 
page side. So keeping so keeping what I really want, but also giving what some promotions want from me, like, you know, being really beautiful, glamorous. Um, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'll compromise as long as I'm in black, as long as, you know, I can keep my muscle, um, we're fine. Yes. Did they say on Facebook that you wanted to do like a like a black version of um, Wonder Woman y type? Um, so I wanted, um, so I, it wasn't black. Um, so I wanted to have the Wonder Woman gear made yes. um, in pink, white, and blue. Yes. The transgender color. Yeah, I remember that. Line, um, yeah. You know, so uh, because I've had a few trans women there that, that are like, hey, I've, I've inspired them. Um, so, you know, I, I've always thought of myself as an inspiration to other people. Mm. Um, I know that I'm probably the only one that thinks I'm an inspiration. <laughs> and then uh, last week, actually, someone was like, no, you, you know, you are an inspiration. You, do, you don't realize, you know, because you've only had one match, mm. like your match was very historic and very inspirational that you have no idea how many people that have seen you know, um, you've had Outsports write articles about you. You've had countless of podcast interviews because of it. And I'm like, okay, I, yeah. So I, my friend Cami, she gave me the nickname, the Wonder Woman of the Trans Community. Yeah, oh, brilliant. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get Wonder Woman's gear made in the transgender colors <laughs> as a joke. So I put it on Facebook as a joke. And then everyone's like, okay, you need to do that. Like that's that you you need to make that happen. So I was like, oh, I don't know. That could, that could be amazing if you were, yeah, if you yeah, you did this horrible. You're a horrible like heel for ages, and then you did a great had a great storyline where you turned face, and that's what you came out in afterwards. Yeah. So it's just a complete contrast to the black, to the yeah. pink, white, and blue. Yeah, no, but it's, it's, I wouldn't feel comfortable personally. Um, because you know, I or if, if yeah, if you if you're having a title match, that'll be like a great yeah one off costume. I mean, one off thing. Mm. Um, but personally, it wouldn't be my my thing. You know, um, I've been put in like pink dresses, and I didn't feel comfortable. No, like I looked, I looked great. Like I looked absolutely beautiful, but I didn't feel comfortable because it's not black. It's not me. Um. So, yeah. No, so, so, so since yeah. your last show, we did have like the we've had the Black Lives Matter process, we've had the speaking out movement. How do you think Brit Wrestling will be different when it returns, or how are you hoping it'll be different when it returns? So. Um, I mean, with this is like a really hard subject. Like, I can't speak for more, um, you know, everyone, um, especially like you know all the women that have spoke out. Mm. Um. You know, it, it it was very it's very upsetting to see that this stuff goes on in the wrestling community. I always thought, oh, it was just glamorous. Everyone got on. Yes. Um. There's nothing wrong about it. And then after this happened, I was like, whoa. Um. Okay. Um. But I I, I guess my like it's really hard like to say because like I don't want to get so much stigma and hate because mm-hmm. I I mean. Fuck it, like I, 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 I fucking speak the truth. I don't give a fuck whether it can um, ruin me or whatever. You know, um, I hate that it's affected a lot of the women's wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then also the upside of the speaking out movement is that they want to improve things. 
And the one thing that I'm like, okay, yeah, um, women's wrestling is great. Um, I love how, you know, we're going to protect female talent. I love how um, women's wrestling needs to be so much better. But then you also need to think that, hey, there's still one aspect of wrestling that really needs work, even though, you know, it's gotten so much popular yeah. now, um, but it still needs working on. And that's the LGBTQ side of things. Yes, definitely. Because there are still promotion that discriminate. Um, there are no, um, you know, I, I've had, I've, without, I'm not naming um, certain promotions, um, but, you know, I was going to be in a promotion um but they were like oh okay what what do we do with you where are you going to get changed i thought well um one put me in with the women yes uh because i'm female or give me my own changing room so then i'm not disrespecting or making anyone feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the last thing that i want is to make anyone feel uncomfortable um but there's so much needs to be done in the LGBTQ, I mean, it's great. I mean, you have Visage and Cassius and Jake oh, Atlas. Yeah, they're all amazing. Um, <laughs> they're all amazing, but how many trans women are there? And I think that needs to be brought up to an extent where I want to make trans women as popular and as well-known as, you know, as Cassius and as Visage, as Priscilla, like, you know, drag queen wrestlers and gay yes. wrestlers and, you know, the, the other spectrums of the LGBT, but you never find, like, the trans community indulging in that. And I know so many trans people that uh, want to get into wrestling. Yeah, I mean, Harley Ryder, uh, Drew mm-hmm. Ashlyn, I'm in contact with her. Yeah. Um, she's no, she, she doesn't wrestle anymore, but she wants to get back into it. Um, but what, what I mean is, like, there are so many that I spoke to that want to get into this, but they're like, I'm so scared. Yeah. You know, because they're so scared of what people are going to say or what is going to happen. Because as much as we love to think that we have the rights that we do now, um, we're so far behind the States in wrestling exceptions. Mm-hmm. You know, in the States, you have so many um, trans girls. Yes. Uh, Nala Rose, Mariah Marino, um, Casey Dillon, like all this. And New Zealand, you have obviously Candy Lee. But I, I think with the speaking out, I'm hoping that they realize that they're going to help more than just the women mm-hmm. and safeguard the trans community as well. Um, you know, to so trans girls can be like, okay, I'm going to be safe in this promotion. Yes, you know, definitely. I'm not going to get a homophobic hate or I'm not going to be taken the mick out of or made to look like a joke, you know. Um, so I'm going to go wrestle there. And that's what I hope. Yeah, definitely. Even like little things have come out, it just in safeguarding. Like, I think most people, like, I, I, I was surprised that it wasn't a requirement to provide water. It wasn't a requirement to have a first aider on on site or mm-hmm. was a requirement to have like all these little things like, not little things are huge things but things you don't recognize but just through the speaking house these things have come out as well and it's it's got to help the whole yeah. whole community because i don't think you can be a bad promoter following this and you can't have a bad training school because people just won't accept it anymore and they will get called yeah. out because people it's you won't, people won't be scared to call people out anymore 
Um, I just want to say, I, if for people listening, I, I apologize if I've offended anyone. Mm. Um, but you'll get to know me. I, I speak the truth. I mean, I guess that's why people are like your personality is very much like je- like Paige. Yes. Um, you know, we just we don't we we just don't care. We'll, we'll speak the truth. Um, you know, you've asked me, you've asked me a question. I, I give you my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I love how you know this speaking out movement is changing the ball game for women's wrestling, for wrestling in general. Um, and I hope that now that I'm here, hey everyone, um, I hope that now that I'm here and fighting, you know, for the trans inclusiveness in British pro wrestling, I hope that's something that can be as popular as a lot of other things. Yes, definitely. This is the Ice Queen, Regina Rosendahl, and you are listening Broken But Glorious. So looking forward when Brit Rest is back, what's your, kind of your top priority? Do you have like a list of opponents you want to face? You've got a you know, list of promotions oh. you want to work in? or just... um, I do, I do, I do, I do. I have such a long list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I mean, my... I have two main focuses right now, um, and that you know, getting onto the big Rev Pro shows, you know, like Queen of the Ring and oh, wow. Live yeah. at the in York Hall, and like that's that's like a really big focus because um, even though I've kind of Loki made history with Rev Pro already, um, you know, by doing like their little. Um, their little shows at like Buckland and stuff like this. Yeah. I want to take it that step further and literally be their first trans woman on their main roster. Um, and I've always said in my debut match, right, I want a fatal four way match. Mm. Myself, Jamie Hayler, Sky Smithston, and Zoe Lucas. Oh, wow. Um, but so many people are like, actually, if you go on the main Rev Pro show, I can really see the Notorious Angel and Sky Smithson being like this really badass tag team. Yes, I can see that. I'm like, mm, well, that that would mean I'll have to join the Legion, and I don't play by people's rules, so yeah. I don't know how that will work yeah. out. Like, I'll, I'll probably be that their rebellious, <laughs> their rebellious <laughs> um, person. Um, but my other focus right now is now that I'm with Immortal Wrestling, their first show back is to literally put every title, vacant title on the line. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, we're going to be crowning the first ever Immortal Wrestling Women's Champion. Um, so I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, um, I, I know I have no leg to stand on, but can you imagine like how big of an impact it will be that you know, I become their first trans woman to debut. Yes. With Immortal Wrestling. But also on my debut, I become the first women's champion and the first trans woman to hold a women's championship in their company. Wow. That'd be amazing. But that, the, that is, will be like such a big achievement. And I'm like, back in my mind, I'm like, there's so many girls that have been signed that, you know, amazing and, and in the back of my mind i'm like i hope they kind of run with this um i mean even if it's just for a short while mm. um but if they run with it i mean that's great you know i'm showing the trans representation in companies um so like my, my goal is just just to wrestle in every company and be there first you know yeah definitely even from a like a publicity 
points of view. It's it, it, it's mm-hmm. good for both ways. It's good for the trans community, and and it'll get eyes on him. In, in, yeah, immortal yeah. wrestling by set people be like, yeah. oh, that they're doing something different. So they're doing something nobody else in the UK has ever done. I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be very. <laughs> and if I became women's champion, I have this whole storyline that you know. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to be undefeated. Yeah, I, I you know, I had this whole storyline to play. Um, you know, if they wanted me to be a heel, I mean, I see myself now, I, I've always said, oh, I'm going to be a heel, but no, I see myself now as this, this baby face, this trans beacon, but a kick-ass bitch still, mm. like a bad bitch. Um, like I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think twice about attacking you if you piss me off. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of baby faces are like, okay, I'm not going to hit you unless you hit me. But the way that I really want to try and play it is I want to be, you know, this baby face, but I don't want to be very generic and, um, you know, like be like, Oh yeah, come on. Like, Hey, let's, let's shake hands. If I don't like, you know, if the storyline that I don't like you, I, I'm going to make it known. I'm, I don't like you. Mm. I will, I will punch your head in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this proper rebellious, like Ronda Rousey. That's what, yeah, so like, like Ronda, Ronda Rousey and like, um, Becky Lynch when the man first came around. Yeah. And, uh, like Stoke mm-hmm. Hall from back in the day, and, so. and like when I spoke to people, they're like, "Okay, that would be like really great as well." Um, I mean, but my problem is, I love to be hated. I love being booed. Yes, I've never been booed, but I love, <laughs> I love being hated. But then I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna be a heel, if in some promotions, how can I work that to be cheered? Like to be someone that like Nikki Bella. You you just love to hate me, so you cheer me instead of boo me because you love the fact that I'm really good at what I do and mm-hmm. I'm an inspiration. So I still have to work on that. Yes, I can, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I had this storyline where I have the women's championship, I have a dominant reign, and then I basically just be like, all right, <laughs> I give up now. The women's championships just just nothing anymore. Like no one's gonna have a record like me. I give it up. And just chuck the women's championship aside, wow. and then like address the haters and just be like, right. So many people on Twitter or Instagram have been saying I shouldn't be wrestling the women because you know I was born a man, so I shouldn't have a women's championship. Which is one reason why I'm giving this up anyway to give you what you want, mm. and be like, oh, don't worry, there will be championships in my picture because you want me to fight a man. How about I'll go for the heavyweight champion? Oh, that'd be cool. That like there's a whole like Tessa Blanchard thing right there. Yes, which was my favourite story of two thousand or oh, two thousand eighteen, I think it was. Yeah. That's nineteen. Yeah. yeah. And that's I, where that's what I that's literally where I got it from as well. Yeah. I was like, this would be so cool. Yeah, her, can, her versus Sammy was my feud of the year. So. Yes, like I can play the trans um storyline where <laughs> I'm better than all the women. I mean, come on. None, none of you were born with testosterone. Mm. like me so I, i'm stronger than all of you and then like even if i don't win the championship you know i i gave it that storyline i think it will highlight my career i think it will highlight intergender wrestling as well yes and it will me this whole new aspect to the notorious <laughs> angel where whether you're a man or a woman or you don't identify as anything i mean you could be a dog in a ring and i'll still beat you up <laughs> so what are, your, what are your thoughts on intergender wrestling as because I've, I've seen it. web promotions these days, they're not even 
bothering having women's titles because they're just like, well, it's just intergender wrestler. We're just going to have the main title, mid card title, tag team titles, and anyone can go for anything. I honestly, I love it. Yeah. Um, I love intergender wrestling. And if I have my own promotion, and um, if any promotion is listening and you want to steal my idea, make sure you give me some credit, please. Yes. <laughs> is, you know, I have the separate men and women's championship. Um, so we'll still have women's champions and we'll still have women's matches and we'll still have men's matches. Mm. So therefore only women can compete for the women's title. Only men can compete for the men's title, right? Yes. But then I'll have this separate championship, which is the intergender champion. So would the intergender so, champion be like the main title? And then like the, um, so it will, it will still be, it will be a main title. So it will mm-hmm. be up there with the women's and the men's championships. So, yeah. but with that title, it gives the opportunity to have intergender wrestling, and where anyone can capture that title. Yes, and as well cool. as well having their own championship on both sides of the spectrum. So, you know, I'm pleasing everyone, and I'm doing something that no one's ever, ever done. No, definitely. I like that. That's a cool idea. Because I, I, yeah, I, I remember when Tessa Blanchard became Impact Champion. There was talk of making with the X division they could cash it in. It was a good option to see. There's mm-hmm. there's a there's a there was talk of them doing the same with the women's title where they could cash the women's title in to go for the world title. But never never seen because Tessa didn't hold the title very long and the seed didn't seem to come through like that and they've gone back to the separate divisions now. But what a minute, yeah. an interesting concept going forward. Yeah, you know, so. you know, yeah, I just want to be someone that pleases everyone, you know, to please even people that are very transphobic. I want to please them. I want to give them something that they want. Mm. Me in the ring with men. Like, women facing women, men facing men, but also people that love intergender wrestling, they can see that too. Because my, my local promotion, Wrestle Island, the number one contender is, a, is currently Alexis Falcon for the mm-hmm. main like island championship, but she's also the women's champion. So when that comes around today, what, she won the 2019 Rumble. But then she got injured yeah. and she couldn't cash in. So she's still one of the number one contenders and the women's champion. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting when it comes back how they're going to integrate. Because since then, they've had another Rumble winner. They've had a, a Money in the Bank and they had a number one contenders match. So they've got these four four number one contenders. So I'm, I'm really intrigued how they're going to get the storyline back on track to Alexis. Cause maybe, it, I should, maybe I should go into um, Wrestle, Planet, Wrestle Island. Yes, that'd be cool. Yeah. Have a let Falcon vs. Notorious Angel. That'll be fun. You know, as I said, like my, my goal is to wrestle literally everywhere in mm. the British Pro Wrestling. The more places, the more promotions that I wrestle in, the more I'm getting noticed and the more the trans community in British Pro Wrestling is being noticed. Cause you, did, you did have a booking with Northwest. I don't want to talk about the, that promotion, but is the, is getting out of the south something you really want to do? So get to the Northwest, Northeast, yeah. Midlands. And- yeah. I want to branch out um, my name um, a lot more. I mean, there's promotions in the states that are like, "Hey, once coronavirus is come is done, like come over, come wrestle for us." Oh, amazing. and I'm like, "Girl, I've only <laughs> had one match." And so there are people that are like, "You've had one match. Why are you getting this? These opportunities, like these promotions. I mean, you know, you you hardly have the experience and." You know, my coach says I have a lot of potential, um, but I'm not as big as I think I am. Yeah. In my head, like, I'm like, I'm the best there is. 
And but he's like, I, I mean, you're good, but you're just not as good as you think. Yeah. So I'm like, but hey, I can play that into my character. That's fine. Um, but then I'm just like, but what also people need to realize is that first match, that first match was historic. Yes. Like I cemented my, and this, and I get where I could become really cocky with this. And I get that I mention it all the time, but my debut, even if it was just a little rumble, I cemented my name in the British wrestling history books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah, Hey, um, and the fact that I'm not like as well, you know, like Carly Ryder, she's, she's beautiful, you know, um, absolutely gorgeous, but I'm not like that. I'm a whole different, like, I'm more like the Nyla Rhodes of the British pro wrestling. Yes. You know, like I, I'm this powerhouse and I'm not all fluffing about with my hair or like making sure that I have some lipstick on, like, you know, um, and, and, and that's what I think is what's captivating people is because there's not many um gim like trans women that are like Nyla Rose. No, definitely. That aren't as girly but are like big bad bitches. And I think that's that's why I think people have been captivated by myself is because I'm different. Um and you know, people can say that it's not fair. Um and you know like I'm getting all these opportunities before people that have, like, even bloody, um, before people that have wrestled longer than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, when I started, um, I was talking to, some, uh, like, a close friend of mine. Yeah. And I said, they give me a spot on a show before someone that, um, you know, um, was here before me. I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take away that spot mm-hmm. from them, from someone that deserves it. And... I was like that for a long time. And then they approached me and, and like this friend approached me and he said, you need to stop being so generous. You need to take shit for yourself. So if you, if you have this, um, the privilege to get something before someone take it. Yes. Yeah, you you you've got, you've very, got this unique selling like, point about you. It's yeah. You need to have this, that mindset where you're going to tread on people's toes. And in pro wrestling, if you don't want to tread on people's toes, you're going to get nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's literally them words that like you're gonna get nowhere. Like jumped in my mind, like okay, I'm here to compete. Like I'm competing against other people. Like in in the Portsmouth School of Wrestling, um, you know, there's men that are bloody talented. I mean, my best friend Curtis, like you know, he's absolutely talented. Yes, um, his only problem is he's not as active on social media as I am, so he isn't getting the notice. Um, so I really want to help him with that because he deserves to be noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like JJ Gal and stuff like this, but then there's hardly any women. So people look at it like, okay, there's not much women for you to compete against, Amber. Like, you know, you don't have spots to compete for. But I'm like, no, I do. I don't just want to sit there and compete against the women. Like, I want to compete against men. I want to prove that, you know, like, I'm as good as I think I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the men's in, in like the men as well, and yeah. that's what I love about the Portsmouth School of Wrestling as well. It's they're very they want to see you succeed. Yes, they don't want to see you give up. I mean, I did a really really tough spot um, in training last week, and you know I 
I was fucked. I, w- I was ready to give up. And then you had Kenneth Halfpenny. Yeah. Um, and JJ and people like that cheering me on, literally telling me I can do this. You know, like I can do this. And literally like their encouragement drove me to actually the end of the spot. And I was fucked. But then I was like, I did it. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> and, and it's like, I do seek out, and I don't know if it is because, you know, I'm very open about my autism. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it is because of my autism. I don't realize that I, I seek out um, encouragement a lot. I um, Like, if someone tells me I didn't do a good job, they just be like, that That was great. And then just be like, like, nice. I'm like, okay, that was awful. So I kind of like always at the end of training, I always seek out the coach and I'm like, how did I do today? Yeah. You know, like I, I want that advice because I kind of like, there's part of me that like, okay, I'm not cut out to wrestle. You know, I shouldn't be wrestling. I'm not great. I'm going to give up. And then there's part of me like, I can always improve. And no, that's what my coach, um, Dan McGee has said. You can always improve. You know, I'm not as good as I think I am in my head. But I have that potential. Yes. I have that potential to be a great, like to be so great. Um, and like things like that is what drives me to like where I want to be. Yeah. And I, even though like I've never trained at any school, like I I can't see myself at any other wrestling school. Yeah. Um, I, I I always big up. I will always big up the Portsmouth School of Wrestling, even though, you know, Rev Pro has had like their own problems, you know, with, with like the speaking out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've never felt so accepted in my, and you know, they've accepted me more than what my father has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's really important. <laughs> you know, that's really important to me. Um, and I think also that's what's driving me to where I want to be the best I can be is because I want to prove my father wrong. Yeah. And my my dad's like, my dad's like, if you chase your dreams, you, you know, you're going to get nowhere. You're going to get nowhere in life, you know, have a normal job, go work in Subway or something like this. Don't chase after wrestling. It's pointless. You're not going to get anywhere. And I think them words is literally because I, I want to prove them wrong, especially when I'm, I'm like, you go for a WWE tryout and I get it. Mm-hmm. I literally want to faithful him and be like, I proved you wrong. Yeah. Like, I want to be that advocate to chase your bloody dreams no matter what. If it's something you want to do, get off your ass and go do it. And you're going to foul at times and you're going to think like, okay, I can't do this. But you need to keep drumming yourself and be like, no, this is what I want to do. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up. You can, you kind of build a reputation. And there's a lot of word of mouth of which promotions of you. And one yeah, day, you never, never know, so somebody, a scout from WWE could be at one of your shows or somebody has like William Regal's ear said, oh, this person's really good. Could go have, offer a trial. It's, yeah, And that's literally like, all I want in life is to succeed in my dreams is to I mean, people can look at me and they're like, Oh, she's a bitch. You know, like, <laughs> she speaks her mind she's really bitchy about it. Um, and I am, I, I have to admit, like I can be a, I can be a right bitch. If I do something mm. that no one else has done, I will rub it in your face. Yeah. But then I'm also a very humble person. Like, People think that I've had life easy, especially with transitioning, because like my family are accepting. They weren't like that at first. No, like you know, I, I had to change their mind slowly. Um, and as well, like transitioning while wrestling is very, very hard. 
Yeah, it's I can imagine. Not, yeah, it's not as easy as people think because you have that. You know, if I make a noise in the ring, um, because I have a really deep voice, I have that chance where the fans are going to be like, "Oh, it's a man," mm-hmm. and like I'm, re- and like that's what I'm really worried about is because I I don't make a lot of noise when I when I wrestle. Now I'm like, I am a woman with a deep voice. Love me, hate me, I don't give a fuck. I am who I am. Yes. I swear a lot. I do apologize. That's fine. <laughs> we, we put explicit on all the interviews. That's fine. <laughs> so, so you have mentioned, and I have seen on Facebook, you've been doing a lot of modeling and TV work. Is that something you want to go into long term? Or, or can you tell us a bit uh, about the TV show? Or um, It's LGBT friendly. Yeah. Is all I can say. Um, but it's definitely something that's needed. Is it got to be like a reality TV show? Like a yeah, like I can't say too much. Yeah, yeah, it is indeed. Um, I can say I, I can say that if I get in trouble, they'll be like, "Oh well, I apologize," you know. Mm-hmm. But oh well, um, they they don't want to get rid of me. No, I'm joking. They 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 probably will get rid of me, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's it's very LGBT friendly. Um, so there are a lot of drag queens and a lot of gay men. Um, there's lesbians. Um, believe it or not, actually, I'm the only transgender woman in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I am the only trans woman in the show. And I'm the only professional wrestler as well. <laughs> cool. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up when it you know, comes out. But if, yeah, as soon as uh, the people that are producing it can announce it, I can announce it myself as well. Yeah. So okay. I can't give you a specific panel or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't give you a name because, you know, it's top secret. Um, but it's going to be great. It, it's it's going to be something that the LGBTQ um, community need. Yeah, as well. Um, there's a lot of traveling involved. Ooh, I think that sounds fun. Mainly <laughs> because I wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry about it. I mean, they they want me to wrestle. They they want to captivate my wrestling into it. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be interesting. Which is great. You know, because it, it's different. And it, it, um, but it could bring, like, bring in a, yeah, a bigger audience as well, a different, a different audience. Yeah, and uh, this is what I say, like you know, this this TV show, um, people are going to watch this, and then people are going to know my name as well. Mm. And it's a lot of promotion going to see this as well. Like you know, there's that off chance that WWE are going to see it. Yeah, like like in the UK. So yeah, you know, I don't I. Yeah, I didn't really say anything. No. Um, so like <laughs> NXT UK, there's an off chance that someone from there can see it and be like, "Oh my god, like we need that." Because mm-hmm. my dream, my my with the management company that I'm with, Life the Drag, um, they really, really, really want to help me succeed my dream into the into the WWE. Yeah, um, that's amazing know, because that's something that there's something that I've always wanted, and now that I have that reality TV experience. Before I before it got announced that it's cancelled, um, because I had that reality TV experience, they could be like, okay, she's been on TV shows before. Let's get her on Total Divas. Yes, and even and even from um, a, 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 lo- a local point of view, having that as seen on is it's always a way of getting on the poster. It's mm-hmm. getting it'll be a great way of getting you on the poster just to say as seen on, which will get your name out there a lot bit good as well. This is so. what I say. You know, I'm always obligated to go to the WWE. Mm-hmm. Always, that's my end goal, you know. Yeah. Um. But 
I'm not stupid enough if Impact Wrestling or AEW approaches me, I'm not stupid enough to turn it down. No, definitely. <laughs> it's a great opportunity. I mean, if I go to Impact Wrestling, you know, I'm I'm their first trans woman in there too. And I get to work with amazing people like Diana Peraza. Yes. She's you know? lovely. Yeah. But if I go to if I go to right, if I go to AEW, there's an instant storyline, Dinatorith Angel versus Nyla Rose. Mm. Like, there's that instant storyline there. But if I go to where I want to go to, it shows that WWE has done the unthinkable and signed their first transgender woman. Now Obviously, they have gay men there now because of Jake Atlas. Mm-hmm. They have bisexuals, you know, um, Tila Knox. They have Sonia Deville, who's an open lesbian woman. Yes. So why not? Why not be like, okay, we need a transgender woman. And I'm always, always, as I said, I'm always honest. Mm-hmm. And I think AEW signing Nyla Rose should have been a kick up WWE's ass. Yes. Should have been like, oh, okay, we need a transgender woman now. You know, if we want to come, like, I wouldn't say, because oh, I wouldn't want them to compete. I, I don't believe in promotions competing against each other. I think all promotions should work with each other, you know, because I can see some great matches like Nyla Rose versus Nia Jax. Yes. Jade Cargill versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> like, I can I see some great matches if they both fucking stuck their finger out of their ass and be like, we could have a really great product here if we work together. But, I've probably ruined my chance of getting to WWE or AEW now. Honest person, but no, like I, as I said, like you know, I I love or like as I said, WWE is my main focus. It's where I first. It's it's the promotion that first got me into wrestling. Mm. So it's the promotion I want to call home. Oh, mate. <laughs> I'd love to see you there one day. It'd be an amazing story. So. I've always said that if I make NXT, you know, in the States, I want my debut match against Frankie Monet. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. I'd love that. If I've got NXT UK, then, girl, I want Katie Ray on Nina Samuels. Yes. I could see see you having a fun feud of Nina Samuels. That could be interesting. Well, you you and Ginny could have a really good feud. I I mean, that is true. I mean, Ginny has worked with Rev Pro before, I believe. Yeah, I no, I think she has. I think she has, yeah. I do. I mean, I know Tessa Blanchard has had one show with us, mm. but that's that's one woman that I'd love to wrestle is Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, as I was gonna say, she was she was brilliant in like 2018. Yeah. I haven't. I, I don't know if she's wrestled since. She's been, I think she's been stuck in Mexico, hasn't she? I think. I know because of this COVID. Yeah. Um, but then, people ask um, if I went to WWE, what my storyline would be. Yeah. What I'd want. Like, if I had creative freedom, I'd be like, okay, well, if if Paige is ready to get back in the ring, then me and Paige could make a really cool tag team. Yes. We could be like the female <laughs> version of the Brit Bulldogs. <laughs> <That'd be amazing. laughs> like, but if she's not ready, can you just imagine even Paige being like my general manager? Yeah, I can like, see it. M- like, my, like, my manager, like my poor Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can see it. Because she is a great mouth. Yeah, she was, ama- she she was, she was amazing um, for um, um, all the well, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And mm-hmm. she was their mouthpiece. So it was really good. And, and also the plus side is, you know, um, Paige is, I keep going to call her Soraya. Yes. Um, Paige is a, tr- uh, is a big advocate for the um, for the WWE, mm-hmm. for the LGBT friend, um, 
community. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, help someone come out. <laughs> like, I mean, she's she's actually the reason why I've managed to find myself. Yeah. Oh, so that'd like, be a brilliant storyline. Like, yeah, like the dream to work with her one day is there. Um, like, I don't want to fan girl so much about her because I, I am kind of obsessed with her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she made me realize that I'm not straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but no, like, the, like, I think that it'll be a great storyline. That'll be um, amazing. Yeah. With the, if I ever, I, I need to say, I need to stop saying if. I hate that word, like, when I make it. Yeah, I can see it. I wish, I wish it happens. Mm. But I won't be going anywhere without my best. So we're a two for one. So if they want me, they take him too. Yes. <laughs> so this way, I'd usually ask where can people see you in the near future. So have you got any tentative dates signed in? Um. So you know you can follow my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um. You can uh, wait. Do I do I say I always say my thing? So it's D Amber Joe underscore Pro. Yes. Um, it's just the same with my Instagram. Uh, you can follow, you, you can follow my Twitch. I hardly stream anymore because I'm like getting so fed up. I'm getting nowhere with views. <laughs> um, but that's just the Amber Joe is my Twitch. Um, whew, what else do I have? Because I have so much stuff. And no, I mean, that's a, yeah, no, that's about it really. Okay. So I'll put, I'll put all, all the, oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, you can follow my Facebook page as well, which is just the Notorious Angel, Amber Joe. You know, just type it in like a normal name on Facebook search and my page should come up. Yeah, well, I'll, put, I'll put links to all um, your social media in the link, um, description below the interview. Yeah. So if anybody wants to find anything. And, I, and don't be scared um, to any listeners out there um, because it's Pride Month as well. If you want to come out, but you're <laughs> not ready to come out to family, then my DMs are open and you... You can come out to me. I'll be your mama. It's fine. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing <Yeah>. offer. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there's so much I want to do in life. Yeah. There's so much. I, I'm very ambitious. Like, you know, if I make it to WWE with the money, I really want to. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Netflix series Pose. No. Like, it's great. It's like it's just about like individual people, and they have a family full of LGBT people that are like homeless and so they take them in feed them dress them find them a job and like they just live there oh wow that sounds amazing and that's, yeah. something, that's something that i really want to do because there is a lot of um <clears throat> pardon me there is a lot of homelessness in the lgbt community mm. so if i can offer someone that, that safe space then I, i'm gonna do it yeah that's, a, that's just an amazing thing to do yeah no don't my DMs are always open, people. You know, I don't have many friends, so I'll probably read it straight away. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, always there. I mean, even if you don't want to come out, if you just want someone to talk to. Yeah. Or if you want some advice, I'm, I'm there. As I say, I'll put all the links to your social media in the description below the interview. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. <laughs> Definitely, you'll have to um, have me on once I can officially announce the TV show. Yes, that'd be that'd be amazing. So, so I'll, I'll keep an eye on. Be like, Hi. 